Hey there, I'm Whitney, your host of the Abundantly Yours podcast. I'm a wife, college student, and entrepreneur ready to strive for sainthood right alongside you. Jesus put this podcast on my heart as a way to serve you better, so I am so pumped that you are here. I'll be hanging with you every Monday and Thursday to chat all things discovering your purpose, cultivating a relationship with Jesus, and everything else in between. Are you ready to fully step into who God created you to be? Let's do this, girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's podcast is a solo episode, so it's just me here, the first solo show that I've done since 2020. Um, If you were here then, none of those episodes are up um, on the podcast now. They're all um, taken down, um, which I'm going to be working on repurposing all of that content. But um, I am starting a new Bible study series. So the first Thursday of every month, I will be leading a Bible study over a specific chapter or um, just set of verses in the Bible. Um, I, this time it's in John 15, every month it's going to be different. I'm just going to let the Lord lead me in where he's calling me to be, um, and learn and grow with him and just sharing that with you. So that's simply what today is, is an opportunity for uh, me to share a little bit of just kind of my, um, testimony, just a little, a little chunk of it, of how he has used just one chapter of the Bible to win over my heart. Um, and I'm excited to, yeah, just share how, He's used John 15 in my life and used it so transformatively. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I hope that you guys love um, this episode today. Um, There is a free Bible study download to go with this. So in the episode description, um, you'll find a link to download this. Um, You'll just enter in your email and it will send straight to your email um, in return and you can print it off and it's nine pages. So um, you can, there's a spot, um, one page has the John 15 passage. So um, if you want to follow along with me, go grab that. Um, And then there's also some reflections about like, what does God teach us? What do we learn about God? Um, I wrote up a few couple paragraphs there um, to just share kind of the, the over the general overview of this um, section of the Bible. Um, and then the four of the pages are, I broke down John 15 into different chunks, wrote a little small reflection, and then also provided you with some reflection questions for you to grow in your faith and to do kind of a self-check. Um, I always love having those reflection questions for um, when I read the Bible. So I really hope that you enjoy that download. So make sure you go get that. And then the last thing um, I wanted to talk about before we dive in is I have officially created um, a way for you guys to support the podcast. So um, first off, I want to say thank you guys so much for being here, for your weekly listens on the podcast, um, for all of the love and reviews you share with me, for talking to me on Instagram, um, for even like, I love when you guys slide in my DMs. I know that sounds weird, but I love getting to know you guys. So if you have not done that yet, please, please, please (laughs) go dive into my DMs and introduce yourself. I want to know who you are. Um, and I would love to, yeah, pray for you, um, and just encourage you on your walk with Christ. Um, so yeah, once again, thank you for your support, um, and just being a part of this podcast community. 
Um, yeah, once again, I can't say it enough. I'm so, so thankful for each one of you for being here and for listening and for joining me in our journey to heaven. So if you've enjoyed tuning into the podcast, I hope that you would prayerfully consider supporting the podcast. The podcast is a huge contribution to the Abundantly Yours ministry, and it's a project that I love so deeply. I would love nothing more than to continue providing Catholic encouragement and resources while also being able to support my growing family. For my supporters, for just $5 a month, you will receive access to one live podcast episode hosted monthly via Zoom. You guys, I'm so excited for this. So you have the opportunity to join special guests and I live on an entirely exclusive episode. And at the very end of each of these um, Zoom podcast episodes with these guests, you'll have the opportunity to ask questions um, or for encouragement on the specific topic that we're talking about. Um, So yeah, what is better than Catholic resources and encouragement live on Zoom with a great group of Catholic women? I can't think of anything better. (laughs) And on top of that live episode, you'll also receive one bonus episode a month from me as well. So just like a regular podcast, but it's exclusive for you only. So I'm so excited to keep bringing you guys exclusive content, um, especially for my supporters. So a huge thank you for just tuning in. Um, And if you, once again, would prayerfully consider supporting the podcast, I would be so thankful and so blessed. Okay, so let's dive into the podcast, um, the study for today. So I'm going to first read John 15 to you in case you're in the car or don't have the Bible near you. Maybe you're doing the dishes, whatever that is. <laughs> um, I want to read it here for you. So um, I'm reading out of the Blessed is She Bible, which is the NAB translation, um, which is the Catholic Bible. So I'm going to just dive in, um, starting with John 15, um, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit. And every one that he does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if I do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. 
I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you this. I command you love one another. If the world hates you realize that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, the world would love its own. But because you do not belong to the world, and I have chosen you out of this world, the world hates you. Remember the word that I spoke to you. No slave is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. And they will do all of these things to you on account of my name because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But but as it is, they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me also hates my father. If I had not done works among them that no one else ever did, they would not have sin. But as it is, they have seen and hated both me and my father. But in order that the word was written in their law might be fulfilled, they hated me without cause. When the advocate comes whom I will send you from the Father, the spirit of truth that proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. Wow, every time I read this, I just am so blown away at who our God is. He Just in this one chapter of the Bible, (laughs) he just literally kind of mic drops to us that we are dependent upon him. Truthfully, how um, one of the notes that I have in my Bible is um, in verse four, at the very end, it says, so neither can you unless you remain in me. Um, And then it goes on to say, because without me, you can do nothing. And I'm like, whoa, this is so much proof of how small I am, how small you are in comparison to God. That our human hearts that are so broken are so dependent upon Christ. And so um, what is God teaching us in John 15? Um, So in the footnotes of the Bible, It goes over John um, 15, 1 through 16, 4 says that this is the discourse on the union of Jesus with his disciples. Um, so, yeah, it's basically the Lord coming to us um, and into union. This is how we can come into union with, with God. Um, he's teaching us that when we remain in him, we will be unstoppable with Christ. Just as it says in John 15, 5, I'm going to repeat it one more time. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit because without me, you can do nothing. As I like to say, keep your feet rooted in the soil of God and then you and him will be able to accomplish so many great things together. And backing up to John 15, 4, The very end says, without me, you can do nothing. And this, again, is showing us just how small we are in comparison to God. But in reality, we really can't do anything on our own. 
all these things happen through Christ. Um, so in the Bible study um, download, uh, it'll, it'll go into what we learn about God and what we learn about in about humanity. And I'll touch on some of those topics in here, but I'm going to grab a drink of water quick. <laughs> um, I just want to share my story with John 15 um, and how the Lord has used it to unite my heart to his. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know um, this a um, little bit about me. So early 2022, um, January 3rd, <laughs> um, I was like, I'm going to choose a word of the year, a saint of the year, and a Bible passage of the year. <laughs> so um, mind you, it's already January 3rd. It's not the first. I didn't care. I'm like, you know what? We're three days in. <laughs> it's okay. So um, I was driving home from my fiance's house, who is now my husband. Um, and my parents and his parents live three miles away from each other. So not a very long drive at all. Um, and I'm about halfway through my drive. So mind you about a mile and a half left. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't picked a, a verse or a Bible passage for the year. And so I'm like, okay, what could I do? And I'm like, I'm just going to open up in prayer and see what the heck happens. So I did. Um, on my last mile stretch, I'm like, Lord, I want a word in a passage for the year. At this point, I had just kind of like dropped having the saint, <laughs> um, something I will be doing for 2023. But um, I just kind of like, let's just start with the word in the verse uh, or the Bible passage. And so that's what I did. I was like, okay, here we go. Um, I was just driving and I was just trying to be in as much silence as possible, allowing the Lord to speak to me. And so, um, I heard the Lord say, Whitney, I just want you to be fruitful. I didn't know what that meant. Um, I was like, okay, <laughs> I can do that. If that's the word you want me to have for 2022, let's do it. Fruitful. Here we go. <laughs> um, and the first Bible passage that stuck out to me was John 15, um, the one of the vine and the branches. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. So, um, a few days later, as I got back to school um, after winter slash Christmas break, um, I sat down in my bullet journal, drew a little like doodles um, of fruit, and I wrote fruitful, and then I wrote out John 15, 1 through 4 um, on the next page, and I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's go bear some fruit. I don't know what's happening, but Lord, here we go. Um, and so, yeah, to be completely transparent, the first three, four months of the year um, were just a lot as I was on my last, um, well, my second to last semester of school, but I was taking 18 credits hour, credit hours. I just loaded up on classes so I could graduate early. Um, I just was, I had a lot going on, wedding planning, a lot of life things. And so um, through that season of life, my prayer was just um, few days a week. It wasn't anything extraordinary. I still, I would go to mass on the weekends. I never, never didn't go. Um, it's a habit that I have. Um, it's something I'll always remain faithful to, but just the, the prayer every day was just challenging with the limited time that I had. Um, but then also with just the human mistake of making excuses. And so, um, the end, the beginning of May, I moved home to my parents' house. Um, beginning of June, my fiance moved into our apartment. And so I moved majority of my stuff. Um, I just literally had 
what I needed to survive at my parents' house <laughs> um, until we got married. So moved twice within about a month and two weeks. <laughs> and then, um, you know, three weeks before the wedding and life is just crazy because you're getting all your final wedding planning stuff together and then getting married and transitioning into living with your husband and all the things that went into that summer. Um, I was just so unsteady and so unrooted in Christ because there was so much going on, so many changes. I was just quite honestly overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, And looking back at that season, I can just see how much just un- yeah, unsteadiness I had um, in myself, the lack of confidence and just all the different things. And so um, as the school year just started back up here this fall, um, I met our new focus missionaries, um, was able to connect with them um, and just experience the joy that was in their hearts um, through a simple donut and coffee social outside our campus library. Um, so that morning was just amazing. And it really just kind of had that first initial spark in my heart of, okay, I want to know Christ more again. And so, um, that was that first initial spark back. Um, and that week I was kind of like wrestling with like, where does the, where does God want me to show up in prayer? And I was honestly quite overwhelmed with like prayer in itself. I'm like, do I pray the rosary? Do I need to read the Bible? Do I need to like prayer journal? Like there's all these sorts of, all these different sorts of prayers and they're all so beautiful. And I just had no idea where I was supposed to go. Um, and so those that, those first week or so, I just totally let myself be overwhelmed. And then it was a Tuesday morning. I believe it was um, the last Tuesday in August, whatever day that was. Um, and I don't have class until afternoons on Tuesdays. And so it was like, you know what? I'm just going to open my Bible. Um, I want to pray. I don't know where I'm going to go on the Bible. Um, and my, my prayer journal is always with my Bible. So I first opened my prayer journal to just flip through it and see what prayer I had been praying with previously or whatever. And so naturally you open it and mind open to the first page. <laughs> and I saw John 15 and fruitful. It's like, all right, Lord, here we go. John 15, I'm opening the Bible. <laughs> and so that's what I did. And I was able to experience um, just in that hour, the most joy the most pure and peaceful joy that I had ever felt in a long time. <laughs> um, just this complete dependence upon Christ and this reminder in John 15, literally the first one through um, nine, <laughs> those first verses, I was like, holy cow, like, How intentional is God in the details that he first chose John 15 back on January 3rd when I needed um, a a verse for the year and a passage for the year and just how transformative he would use this for my heart to win over my heart again nine months later. And so um, literally since September, so um, it's been two months already, I've prayed with John 15 multiple times a week. Um, some days it's multiple times a day and really, excuse me, <laughs> coming to know who I am as a daughter of God through my dependence upon him. And so, yeah, I just want to kind of pick out a few verses here um, that stand out to me. And the last thing I want to say is John 15 verses, I think nine through 12 were actually the gospel um, was the gospel reading for my husband and I's wedding. 
when we were picking out these verses, I had totally forgotten that John 15 was my Bible passage for the year. So once again, another reminder of God being intentional in the details, even when I'm not paying attention. It's insane how he works. And so, um, yeah, I just want to provide some encouragement and some things here um, as we um, go forward. So um, verses one through five, one through four ish. I'm going to pull up my, um, the Bible study so I can kind of go off of the reflection that I provided there and talk about it. Um, just so we can kind of share in that as you, um, use the Bible study. So, um, John 15, one through six, if you have your Bible, feel free to open that. If you have the Bible study reflection that, um, verses one through six are written there. And so, um, just over through this, um, section of verses, I, I really um, came to understand that there have been so many seasons in my life that I think I can take control from God. <laughs> Ultimately, that I think I can make better choices or that I have better plans than God. <laughs> yeah, you can laugh at me too. <laughs> when I look back in those seasons, I wasn't prioritizing prayer or relationship with God. And in this current season, like I have been mentioning, I've been praying with John 15 and realizing that together with God, I can live a fruitful life that he's calling me to and that he's created for me. Not one that I think I can make better than what God has planned. And through this, I'm able to live so freely from worry. I still have my moments of anxiety or uh, my moments of feeling like, oh, what is happening? Like, this is not how I thought, you know, this would go. Um, And so just one little example of that was, Um, I just kind of kept like beginning of August before I even kind of had the idea to dive back into prayer again. And, um, the podcast just kept coming up, (laughs) um, people that I had messaged back in the spring about being a guest on the podcast, um, you know, had found a message from me that I sent in their requests or something or asked if the opportunity was still there. So there's kind of these little nudges of like, do the podcast again. Like, this is where I'm calling you. But like, I didn't see it that way. Like I just had these little like, okay, why am I doing the podcast? Like I am nowhere in a place to lead women. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, through this, through this section, I was able to realize that I wasn't remaining in Christ and that I really wasn't bearing any fruit in life. Um, there wasn't anything extraordinary happening. Um, I just kind of felt like I was going through the motions. And so, um, I want you to pray with, um, these questions, um, and feel free to pause after I ask them if you um, feel called or they're also in the Bible study, but are you in a season of unrootedness in Christ? Or can you recall a season that you weren't rooted in Christ? How did you feel? How did that make you feel when you just didn't remain in God? Are there any changes that you need to make to grow in relationship with Christ? Are there any habits that you have right now that you need to just um, detach from to, um, yeah, keep um, deepening your relationship in Christ? And what steps will you take going forward to keep your relationship with God your number one priority? Um, So the next section of verses that I put together is 7 through 11. Um, this is, I love John 15, but these ones have particular ones that really stand out to me, um, and kind of are that reminder of this is why I choose to live in Christ. 
And so I'm going to read them again because it's a short little section. So if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. It's my favorite right here. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Um, and I think this is a this is a section that we can all relate to um, with this reflection that I um, that the Lord created and put on my heart to share with you. And so um, do you ever pray to God about desires that are on your heart? <laughs> um, I'm sure you do because I do as well. Uh, maybe that's a relationship. Maybe it's starting a new business or a new um, hobby or a passion. Um, maybe it's about starting a family. Um, whatever that desire is, um, this set of verses reminds me that when I allow myself to be fully 100% dependent upon God, not only am I giving God the glory, but he also says in this passage, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. You guys, um, if I'm being honest, I used to be the person who would run to prayer and ask um, that the Lord would just um, make this desire happen already or um, like, Lord, I just want to like sell all these products that I created. Like, please, I just, please, like that's all I would ask for um, instead of like entrusting that desire to his heart and saying, Lord, this is a desire of my heart. And I talk, I talk in depth about it, about what it means to me um, and all the things, just kind of my own personal talk with Christ. And um, at the very end, I'm like, Lord, into your hands, I give you this. Um, and so, yeah, since I've recently been able to just like give God my desires, um, I yeah, like I said, I've just found so much freedom and joy in the fact that I don't have to worry about when these um, answers to prayer are going to happen or when my desires are going to be fulfilled that I can fully rely on his plan, his timing and focus on a relationship with him and allow the Lord to do the rest. Um, I like to put it in this kind of a little bit of an analogy that God already has the puzzle completed. You just have to follow where he calls you and it will be put together in his timing. So he knows what the puzzle is going to look like. He knows where it will end up to be, but you just have to um, follow where he's calling you and you will find those puzzle pieces that will create that big picture desire that you so deeply want. Um, and so the reflection questions I have here is what desires do I currently have on my heart? And are you giving God permission to fulfill these desires in his time? Or are you rushing Christ? Um, so we're down to the last half of John 15. So 12 through 17 um, it talks about um, loving one another and that um, we are not slaves to God. So um, do you ever feel intimidated by God? Okay. Um, if I'm being honest, I have my moments of like, God, you are so insanely powerful how do you choose me, um, a broken little girl <laughs> um, here on earth, um, and just feeling fearful of him or um, all those sorts of feelings when we think about God. And so um, this section of John 15 reveals to us that God has come to be our friend 
not a not our master. So verse 15 says that. Um, and so how can we be a friend of God? <laughs> you need to have a friendship with him. It's as simple as that, right? Just as you would have um, a fruitful relationship on earth um, with a roommate, with a sister, with a mom, excuse me, <laughs> um, with anyone here on earth, you must also have that relationship with Christ. And so um, like I said, I struggled before with overcomplicating prayer. Um, and so I just want to encourage you to start simple with spontaneous prayer or pray with one verse of the Bible. Not the entire Bible, not a whole chapter. Um, maybe it's just a section of verses or one verse in particular. Um, or just go to Eucharistic Adoration and have a casual coffee chat with Jesus. Um, just literally talk to God and say, um, so just, just have a conversation. <laughs> if you've never done that before, um, I love just talking to Jesus as, um, he is my brother. <laughs> um, and just getting to, um, have a, a casual conversation and not overthinking it. Um, and so, yeah, when you approach your relationship with Christ, it's kind of a check the boxes kind of relationship. So, um, I'm just going to daily mass or I'm just going to mass on the weekends because my mom says I have to, or, um, I'm just praying the rosary because I know it's good for me. Like if you start to develop that going through the motion type of mentality, your relationship with Christ means nothing, uh, means nothing to you. Um, and you're not fully giving yourself to Christ. You're just pretending that you are. <laughs> um, and so the reflection questions I have for you is, how do I view God and am I intimidated by him? And the next question is, how can I pray today? Not tomorrow, not the next day, but how is God calling me to pray today to grow in relationship with him? Okay, the last section here is um, labeled the world's hatred. So um, just how... Um, that the, the how how detached we are, um, we need to be, I guess, from the world, and how we truthfully do not belong to the world. Um, there's just a lot that goes on in this this um, 18 through 27, and um, if I'm being honest, I've spent way more time in the first half of John 15 than I have here, so. Um, I'm just gonna let the Lord guide this conversation in this last bit of the study. So um, the first verse I think is um, the first couple are the most powerful. If the world hates you, realize that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, the world would love its own, but because you do not belong to the world and I have chosen you out of this world, the world hates you. Like, <laughs> I just think this, this, this two verses are so incredible because it's so easy to get weighed down by the world um to constantly have that go 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 mindset um that we should always be doing something um that our that our um worth is defined by our productivity um by the amount of things we do the things we're committed to um the relationships we're in the the titles we have um all those sorts of things that are so worldly, um, we become attached to those. We become identified by those things. Um, 
it's just not what God wants for us. It's not who we are created to be. Um, and in, in verse 19, he, God says here, <laughs> I'm going to read it one more time because it's so, um, so powerful. If you belonged to the world, the world would love its own. But because you do not belong to the world. So here he is telling us that we don't belong to anything on this earth, that we belong to him. And then he goes on to say, and I have chosen you out of the world because the world hates you. Like that right there is redemption. That's what that is. <laughs> that is the Lord coming to choose us out of this broken, ugly world <laughs> because he loves us, right? Like it's incredible. Um, and before that, in verse 18, another another um, just verse of re- redemption is, if the world hates you, realize that it hated me first. Um, so the world has hated God first before human. Um, and so the fact that the Lord um, in his humility saying that they hate me first before you, um, but then the Lord coming to us because he loves us so much that he did not make us as property of the earth, um, that we belong to Jesus Christ and God the Father himself. Um, I just think it's so powerful um, the way that John 15 has played out in my life, the way that um, John 15 has sparked so many conversations in previous podcast episodes and ones that are to come that I have scheduled out. Um, And just the way that I'm able to have conversation with um, people in my day-to-day life with my husband, with um, missionaries or students on campus, and just getting to talk about (laughs) um, the fruit that we are called to bear as our own individual um, identities in Christ. And that um, when we fully entrust these desires of our heart to God, that he will provide for us a hundredfold. Um, when we can fully hand this over to Christ, hand whatever that is, is on your heart to Christ. You guys, you and the Lord will be so unstoppable if you just do everything together. Um, and so as I, um, kind of wrap up this episode, um, I just want to leave you, um, with this. Um, it's inspired by John 15, Um, about um, John 15, just to recall it once again, is that I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I've told you everything I've heard from my father. So you are called to a friendship with God. You are called to live a life of relationship with God. Not of a relationship with things of this world. He calls us to be detached from the world. It's so hard, friends. It's so hard. I just want to challenge you today, and I'm going to challenge myself as well, to just find something that is currently in your life that is getting placed before your relationship with Christ, your friendship with Christ. What are you putting before him? We are not called to just live um, 
a mediocre life. We are called to live and be who God meant you to be. And if you do so, you will set the world on fire. And shout out to St. Catherine of Siena for that incredible quote. Yeah, so my prayer for you today is that you can just be rooted in Christ. That you can plant your feet in the soil of God, in his kingdom. And that you never take a foot out of that pot. Never take a foot out of that soil. Leave everything you have there. Give it all to the Lord and stay rooted in him. Friends, I just pray that you can experience this joy, this peace, and this hope that I've experienced in God and being able to experience him working in my life and having those eyes to see. And so, Lord, I just ask that um, you allow all of these women here today listening to entrust themselves to you, to give you everything to drop the worldly possessions, the worldly desires, and to keep their eyes focused on you, Lord. And so, sisters, I just pray today that you take this as an invitation to run to Jesus. Run and be his friend. Run and build that relationship. Stay rooted in him, sister. You will do so much and be so so powerful with God. And so, um, yeah, I just pray that um, you can experience the kingdom of heaven with me someday and that together we can take one step forward every single day. And so, yeah, once again, you have been called to a life of friendship with God and there's nothing more that God desires than that. And so I just thank you um, for joining me today. Um, um, and Lord, thank you for leading me today um, in this Bible study. Um, I just pray, um, yeah, that we can all go forward joyfully. And I just thank you all um, for your support of my podcast. Um, it just, it means so much to me. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed the Bible study. Um, I'm just kind of, I did not write an outline or anything. <laughs> I just let the Lord lead. And so I hope that this is fruitful for you guys. Um, I would love to hear your takeaways or how the Lord um, spoke to you through this episode. Um, please seriously message me on Instagram. Um, it might take me a day or two to respond back <laughs> just because of busyness in life, but I want to hear from you and I want to pray for you. So um, yeah, sisters, we got this. You got this. The Lord craves your heart. So Thank you guys for joining me. It means so much to me. Hey girl, we've made it to the end of this episode of the Abundantly Yours podcast. If this episode touched your heart in any way, I would be so thankful if you could head on over to subscribe and leave me a review. That way, you'll never miss another episode. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at abundantly.yours for more. See you next time.